Okay, today we're going to look at get phrasal verbs. But before I start, the very first part of get phrasal verbs, because I will split this up, there are a lot of get phrasal verbs. Um, I noticed that I left one out. I missed one, yeah, of the make phrasal verbs. Well, I missed one meaning of make for, because make for does mean run towards somewhere. Yeah, that's the most common meaning, which I covered. But there is a second meaning for make for, and it came up on the CAE uh, questions that I did with a student. Um, as soon as I'd made the last episode, a new one came up. It's always the way it, that it works. You know, one crops up. As soon as you finish a section, another one crops up. Um, and so the second meaning of make for means that it's good for something. Let me give you some examples just to make this really clear. There's an example here from Macmillan Dictionary. The new computers make for much greater productivity. Yeah, for our business. Maybe the new computers make for um, a more productive workforce or the new computers make for um, a much more efficient um, workforce, something like that. And what it means is the new computers are good for greater productivity, they are good for, this they are good for, that. So this is a second meaning of to make for. Um, here are a few other examples. If nothing else, today's fiasco will definitely make for a good story. Yeah, so today's fiasco, which is like a catastrophe or, um, I mean, well, it's not catastrophe, but it's when you have a really a, a terrible day um, because everything goes wrong. It's like today's chaotic situation. A fiasco is a cha chaotic situation. And you're saying that that will make for a good story. It will be good for a story. Yeah, it will. Be, it's good material for a story. Um, there's a second example here. Being really busy always makes for a quick day. Yeah, so being really busy is good for having a quick day. It results in a quick day here. Um, so to make for means also to have this particular effect. Yeah, to result in something or maybe to be to help promote or further something. Here's one more. Um, this system makes for better communication. Yeah, so this system is good for better communication. So that's one more meaning. One more uh, example of how we can use make for. Okay, now let's go on to phrasal verbs with get. Um, so firstly, you can get something across. Very often, get your message across. I mean, you can get it across as well. You can use the pronoun it, but you can get your message across, get your point across. Yeah, it's very important to get your point across clearly and concisely, which is why we study vocab and grammar. Um, so you get something across to somebody, maybe. Yeah, I found it hard to get my message across to the audience. So if you want to give it, a, you know, you want to say who you got your message across to, you use to and the noun to the audience. And this means to convey a message clearly, to convey an idea, to communicate. There are many other phrasal verbs which are similar. Put something across, put your message across is a synonym. Put Maybe put your message forward, but no, you wouldn't. That doesn't collocate well with for, uh, forward, actually. Message doesn't collocate with put something forward. Um, you might put uh, a proposal forward, but you don't normally put points or... Um, I, well, you might put an idea forward as well. That works. Put something forth is similar. Put an idea forth and set something forth. But I think we normally use this for terms and conditions. This sets forth the 
terms and conditions. Sets out is very good for terms and conditions and lays out is very good for that as well. So do learn these phrasal verbs with their collocations. Now, get round to doing something means to find the time to do that something. Um, it's often seen in negative sentences, things like I won't get round to seeing you until eight o'clock. And it just means I won't find the time to see you until eight o'clock. But you can use it with other important tasks. You can say I didn't get round to um, filling in that form and sending it off to the visa company, something like that. Yeah. And that just means you didn't find the time. So it's always to find the time to do something, to get round to doing something. And bear in mind, that's a gerund. Yeah. Get round to plus gerund. Get round to doing something. Okay, if you get at somebody, then you criticise them in some way or, or put them down, maybe insult them in some way. Yeah, When you put somebody down, you insult them, but more often criticise really. Um, so if somebody is getting at you, that means they're they're annoying you and uh, criticising you in some way. And uh, it, this is similar to they are hitting out at you, lashing out at you, that kind of thing. Um, so we have a lot for criticise, but get at is another way you can do it. He is He's always getting at me um, because I, yeah, something like that. He's always criticising me because, okay. And we often see a second meaning of get at, which means to mean or imply. And this is very often used in a question. We say something like, what are you getting at? Or a negative. I couldn't see what he was getting at. And here we mean, what are you implying? What do you mean? I couldn't understand what he meant. Yeah, this is what get at can also mean. And notice it doesn't have an object. Yeah, I couldn't see what. Oh, sorry, it does. Yeah, he, he was getting at something. Sorry, it does have an object. I made a little mistake there in my book. But um, yeah, what do you think? he? What was he getting at? Oh, I couldn't see what he was getting at. So often used in questions and negatives, that one. Um, I don't think it's very often used in positive sentences. You know, he uh, is getting at. No, it's, it's rarely used in that meaning in positive, but very often in negatives and questions. Okay, one more meaning of get at is to reach something. Yeah, if you're if you're standing on tiptoes because you're trying to reach something right at the back of the cupboard, you could say something like, I can't get at the tin of baked beans. It's too far back. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I can't get at it. Um, or he managed to get at it. So you could use it in positive sentences, this one. But yeah, to get at something, to reach something that's, uh, it's very physical, that last meaning. You, you reach it with your hand. Okay, if you get away, you escape, yeah? So if the thieves got away, the, the, the police didn't manage to catch them, yeah? Um, it, it, if you get away, you successfully escape, okay? And if you get away with something, usually a crime, get away with murder, get away with blackmail, get away with bribery, it means that you commit that crime and you aren't punished, Um uh, I suppose it could also mean that you're just very leniently punished. Yeah? If you're punished with a lenient sentence, which means a light sentence, not a harsh punishment, then you also might say it more metaphorically. But generally it means escape unpunished. Um, it could also mean to escape with something in your hand. So the thief got away with a million pounds in his pockets, something like that, yeah, uh, it could, you could mean it like that as well, meaning literally you ran away with something in your pockets or something in your hands. 
Okay, when you get back, you have returned somewhere. We often say get back home, yeah? And remember that get is to reach with a lot of different things. We just looked at get at to reach, but you get to school, you get to work at eight o'clock, at 8.30, which means you arrive, yeah? So, so to get to somewhere is often to arrive, and to get back, it means to arrive back, yeah? Um, very often get back home, um, because when you're going back, you're usually returning home. Yeah, and so, but you can get back to the office. You can get back somewhere else as well. Now, if you get back at somebody, you are taking revenge on that person. You are getting your revenge. Yeah, we can say take revenge or get revenge on somebody. So you get back at somebody, and this is similar to hit back at somebody, strike back at somebody, because both of those times you are hitting back, you are striking back. So you are getting revenge. Yeah, somebody hit you, and you hit them back. Yeah, you hit back at that person. And you strike back at that person. So um, two good ways to exp express returning uh, um, violence on someone. Um, now, if you get into something, this is a hobby. You get into windsurfing. I got into paddleboarding last year. I really love it. Um, and I could say I took up paddleboarding last year. That would work as well. And I can say I am into paddleboarding. We often use this into meaning to be interested or involved in a hobby. So you get into a new hobby. Um, if you get back into a hobby, then you return to that hobby. So remember, we put this back in very often to emphasize it's one more time or it's a return. Yeah, I got back into. Um, so it means that you were into it, then you weren't, and then you got back into it. Okay, if you get back to somebody, you call them back, yeah? Um, I, I would say that this doesn't have to be a call, though. So you can get back to somebody by email. And this is the whole point. It's a return of any kind of correspondence. So you contact somebody later, maybe by email, maybe by phone. But compare it to call somebody back, get back to somebody. Yeah, and we say something like, I will get back to you later. Yeah, I, I'm a bit busy at the moment. I'll get back to you later. Um, so similar to other ones like follow up on something, although that's a little bit different. That's when somebody has asked you to uh, or you for asked somebody to do something and you follow up on them. Um, you make sure they've done it. You chase them up. OK, um, if you get behind with something, this works very well with your mortgage repayments or your student loan repayments or something like that. If you get behind with repayments, then you are behind schedule with those repayments. You can also say I have fallen behind with those repayments or I am in arrears with those repayments. That's very formal, that last one. But yeah, get behind with your repayments or fall behind with your repayments. You're behind schedule. But you could get behind um, with... Um, something at work a task at work if you're behind schedule and so it but it does collocate very well with your repayments yeah when you're behind schedule with repayments you get behind with your repayments now if you get by on or with something that means you manage to survive on or with that something um so if you're in the jungle, you might have to get by on insects, yeah, just because there's nothing else to eat. Um, so similar to other ones like make do with, yeah, you have to make do with insects because there's nothing else to eat. Um, and uh, also you have to live on insects or um, um, feed on insects. You could use both of those as well. And uh, just you don't have to use get by on something. You can just say get by. And this is um, like the Beatles song. I get by with a little help. 
help from my friends, yeah? I get by, I survive. I have enough just with that little help from my friends, yeah? That's the idea. Okay, thanks everybody for listening to part one of Get Phrasal Verbs. We'll be doing part two perhaps tomorrow. Uh, Speak to you all soon.